0: Hello, I'm Michael Novogradic, and this is Tax Credit Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, May 16th, 2017. Today, one year ago, the popular Alabama State Historic Tax Credit expired. The tax credit expired after legislation to extend the program through the year 2022 died in the state Senate. The bill died even though it had tremendous support in the state legislature. The House passed the bill by a whopping 91-4 to vote. But the Senate pro tem would not allow the Senate to even consider the bill. Citing budget concerns, he let the extension bill die. Supporters of the historic tax credit were certainly disappointed, but they were not defeated. I'm happy to report that a bill to reinstate the now-expired Alabama historic tax credit was introduced earlier this year, and it's advancing with strong support through the state legislature. I'll have more on that bill later in the podcast. Before we turn to this week's tax credit news, I do want to share that Novogradic has launched a new federal infrastructure tax credit webpage. The webpage is in addition to our many tax credit resources available at www.novaco.com. We at Novogradic and company are closely monitoring national efforts to create an infrastructure tax credit. You can find the latest infrastructure tax credit news and information now at www.infrastructurecredits.com. Once again, that's www.infrastructurecredits.com. You can also check my Twitter feed at Novogradic for the link. Now, let's turn to this week's tax credit news. In our general section, I'll talk about President Donald Trump's nominees for two key posts for tax and housing matters, namely the Assistant Secretary of the Treasury for Tax Policy and the Commissioner of the Federal Housing Administration. I'll also discuss when to expect the Congressional Budget Office and the Joint Committee on Taxation to release its updated cost estimate for the American Health Care Act. This updated cost estimate will be another in a line of key moments in the efforts by Republicans to modify the Affordable Care Act. After that, I'll have information about this week's House Ways and Means Committee hearing on tax reform. That's right, the Ways and Means Committee is going to have a hearing on tax reform. In low-income housing tax credit news, I'll discuss the Federal Housing Finance Agency's two recent announcements concerning the role of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac in the low-income housing tax credit market. After that, I'll have news from the California Debt Limit Allocation Committee, or SIDLAC, on its meeting date to discuss taxes and bond allocations. I'll close out with historic tax credit news, where, as I mentioned, I'll have an update on legislation to extend the Alabama State Historic Tax Credit. If you're ready, Let's get started. In general news, President Donald Trump announced Wednesday that he intends to nominate David Cotter to be the Assistant Secretary of the Treasury for tax policy. Cotter's name has been rumored for several weeks now, but now we have formal confirmation. Cotter is currently the partner in charge of the Washington National Practice for RSM, a tax audit and consulting firm. He has also served as the managing director of American Universities. Kogan Tax Center. Before that, he spent more than 30 years at Ernst Young. Cotter was also the Tax Legislative Counsel for former Senator John C. Danforth of Missouri. By the way, Senator Danforth was a longtime advocate for the Long income Housing Tax Credit. Cotter's appointment to the Assistant Secretary of the Treasury for tax policy is subject to Senate approval. If confirmed, Cotter will play a key role in helping Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin develop and implement tax policies and programs. And the tax policy assistant secretary position is all the more important as the administration works with Congress on developing tax reform legislation. Another nomination announced by the Trump administration last week is Brian Montgomery as commissioner of the Federal Housing Administration, or FHA. This position is also subject to Senate approval. If confirmed, this would be Montgomery's second stint as head of the FHA. He held the role under George W. Bush and for six months under Barack Obama. Montgomery was also appointed as Acting head Secretary for a week before Obama's appointee, Sean Donovan, took over the post. Now, we'll be monitoring Calder and Montgomery's confirmations and report on them in future podcasts. In other news, the Congressional Budget Office, or CBO, and the Joint Committee on Taxation expect to release next week a cost estimate for the House-passed version of of the American Health Care Act. That's the House GOP bill to repeal and replace Obamacare that I discussed in last week's podcast. CBO had released estimates in March of previous versions of that legislation, but CBO has yet to score the version recently passed by the House. Among other aspects, the CBO report will include an estimate of the revenue provisions of the bill, which could impact tax reform efforts. Democrats have criticized House Republicans for passing the health care bill without an updated CBO analysis detailing how much the new proposal would cost. The Senate will likely use the new cost estimate as a basis for making major changes to the House bill. Also, the House Ways and Means Committee announced that it will hold a hearing on tax reform this Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The hearing will focus on how tax reform will grow the economy and create jobs. We'll be monitoring the hearing here at Novograd and & Company, and we'll report back in next week's podcast to the extent issues come up that are particularly relevant to tax credit matters. Also, anyone interested in submitting comments for the hearing can do so through the Ways and Means website. The deadline for written comments is Thursday, June 1st. In affordable housing news, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, or FHFA, made two announcements last week about the role of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac under the Duty to Serve program. Both announcements involve their role in the local housing tax credit market, among other things. The Duty to Serve program is part of the Housing and Economic Recovery Act of 2008. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are required to serve three underserved markets, namely affordable housing preservation, manufactured housing, and rural housing. The first announcement was an extension until June 7th for comments on FHFA's proposed evaluation guidance for the program. That evaluation guidance was released January 13th and initially had a comment deadline of May 15th. The other announcement was a request for public comment on the proposed underserved market plans for Fannie and Freddie. That announcement that FHFA was seeking comment on the plans came on the same day it released plans for each of those enterprises. The FHFA will accept public input on the underserved market plans through July 10th. The underserved market plans explain how Fannie and Freddie will increase the distribution of mortgage capital for very low, low, and moderate income families in the targeted markets. One of the key elements is what role Fannie and Freddie will play in both the low compensing tax credit market broadly and the low compensing tax credit equity market more specifically. The plans released last week include details of an effort by Fannie and Freddie to review the potential use of long income housing tax credit equity investments in conjunction with debt, a plan for Fannie and Freddie to purchase mortgages secured by long income housing tax credit properties, and their intent to invest in long housing tax credit properties in rural areas, and for Fannie and Freddie to increase their long income housing tax credit portfolio in certain areas and populations of need. The Freddie Mac plan specifically calls for the enterprise to engage in low-income housing tax credit equity investments. Now the target date for the final 2018 plan to be issued is December 1st with an effective date of January 1, 2018. Again, the deadline to comment on the guidance is June 7th and the deadline to comment on the plans is July 10th. In other affordable housing news, the California Debt Line Allocation Committee announced last week that it intends to schedule an allocation meeting later this year. SIDLAC, as it's called, said that that meeting would be either October 18th or November 15th. The California agency specifically asked developers who are interested in submitting an application for a California Taxes and Bond Allocation to indicate which of those dates better meet the needs of their development. If the meetings held in October, applications will be due in August, and if the meeting is held in November, applications will be due in September. SIDLAC also asks for developers to provide the name of their development and how many units are planned. The agency asks for a reply by June 21st to its main email address. I'll tweet out that address in case you need it. In State Historic Tax Credit news, as I mentioned earlier, I have an update out of Alabama. The Alabama Historic Tax Credit expired in 2016 but there is currently active legislation to reinstate the program. A lot has happened since March, when I last covered Alabama House 345. The bill has since been passed by the House, then amended and passed by the Senate. And now the House is reviewing amendments made by the Senate. So what are the main changes? The Senate amendments propose to cut the original House bill's program in half and to move up the sunset date by five years. The Senate Amendments would allow no more than $100 million in credits until December 31, 2022. The House bill had essentially been double. It called for the program to be active until December 31, 2027, five more years or double, and a $200 million cap, twice the $100 million being proposed now. Bringing back the popular Alabama State store Tax Credit could help spur considerable private investment throughout the state. A study of the previous program conducted by Novograd and Company last year showed that every $1 in state tax credits awarded generates $3.90 in revenue. Now, to read more about the bill or other state historic tax credit programs, go to www.historictaxcredits.com. Well, that brings me to the end of this week's report. Just a reminder, The Novogradic 2017 Affordable Housing Conference is this Thursday and Friday in San Francisco. We'll have much to discuss about tax reform, the state of the long-housing tax credit, debt, and equity markets, and more. Also, we welcome our keynote speaker, California State Treasurer John Chung. If you haven't registered yet, you can still do so. Go to slash events. And also, I've been asked to be the keynote speaker at the Colorado Housing. And Finance Authorities 2017 Housing Credit Summit. That's next Tuesday, May 23rd in Denver. I hope to see many of you there as well. That's it for now. I'm Michael Novograddick. Thanks for listening. This weekly podcast has been brought to you by Novograddick and Company LLP. Archived discussions are available online at www.novacode.com forward slash podcast or by subscribing to the Tax Credit Tuesday podcast in iTunes. Novogradic and Company LLP is a national certified public accounting and consulting firm with offices nationwide. Learn more about our professional services at www.novaco.com.